0: Hi! Welcome to the Dr. Mallory Sexual Fetish Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. I am pleased to have you here. The following you will hear are clips and audio from my YouTube channel where I answer sexual fetish questions from all across the world. If you would like to contact me and be one of my special sex therapy clients, please join my OnlyFans. You can find the link on my website, DrMallory90210.com. Enjoy the show! Oh, hello guys. I'm wearing a dress today, as you can see. Let me see if I can show my, I even got pantyhose on and heels. Yeah, I look so professional. I feel like a girl today, which is kind of unusual because the real Dr. Mallory is a bit of a tomboy, but uh, I do have my dominatrix and professional side. As you can see, I have my glasses so I can be professional. Sometimes the dress makes me feel professional, too. Anyway, today we're going to start a new thing, which is a fetish topic. Today we're going to talk about S-P-H. What is that exactly? It is small penis humiliation. If you are someone that is into submissiveness and obedience to a woman, you may be into small penis humiliation. I'll discuss more about it. But it's a fetish that can work for a lot of people that have those interests. Um, Okay, so we'll get going. Now, these aren't really questions today, some of them. They're kind of fantasies that clients want to share with me. So they're not exactly questions, but I'm going to talk about them anyway. So this particular one is a little long, and it's a fantasy that a client of mine has. So I'm going to read it. Dr. Mallory, I have this fantasy that is overwhelming. It involves going to a therapist who is dressed very professionally. Skirt, slip, high heels, stockings, slightly sheer blouse. Sounds kinky. I am there because I have issues about my penis size. Um, She reassures me that many men do, and that size really doesn't matter. Then, just to ease my worries, she asks to see it so that she can put my mind at ease. (laughs) She says she's seen it all, and she is not going to laugh. You know how this is going to go. But when she sees it, it is clearly a struggle for her to keep her from laughing she's trying to be kind while explaining why i was right to be concerned (laughs) i'm only laughing because of the shared experience i'm really not a bitch just so you know um she can't help but make jokes about different terms people use to describe small cocks um anyway that's it Um, okay. Small penis size, small penis humiliation. What should I answer first? Mm, If you have ever been turned on by the thought of having a small penis, please know that you're not alone. It's all a part of the humiliation fetish and it's all a part of uh, being submissive and feeling like a woman has absolute control over how you react and how you feel. And it's very normal um, just to take you out of the fetish for a second. Everybody, regardless of their sex, deals with a certain amount of insecurity about body parts for women. It's breasts. And it's unfortunate because when we are a little chubby, our boobs get bigger, which is why mine are kind of big tatas right now because I'm a little chubby. But when we're skinny, they go away. That's why women get the breast implants. For men, it's been all about penis. Um, and it's somewhat unfortunate that it's always focused on that because there's more to being a man than just your penis size. But it is biology and it is what turns us on as species. It is what makes us want to reproduce. So there's a common um, acceptance that women want a big penis and that if you have a small one, that you're somehow less of a man. People have tapped into the fact that this can be a fetish, a humiliation fetish. And um, a lot of guys talk to me because they really enjoy that sort of thing where I will maybe mock them or tease them about the size of their wang. Uh, and I don't mind. The only time I really can get kind of evil is when I know it turns you on. So just know that that's a fact about me. I'm not a mean person. But if I know it's turning you on and I know that you're getting what you want out of it, I can definitely do that. So anybody who might be insecure about their penis size, just know that it's okay to be aroused at that thought as well because it can lead into other things. Panty wearing is another part of it. Female-led relationship is another aspect. Um Cuckolding. Is another thing that you can explore there's also sexual interests that you can dive into and if you have any more questions about that please let me know because SPH is a fun fetish and I do a lot of it I think I have roughly a handful of clients right now that have SPH fantasies the only thing I don't recommend is altering your penis to make it smaller which one of my clients does do but We live in a world where we have technology, and if that's what you want to do, you're a grown man, and I can't stop it. Even if you do have a small penis, I can't stop it. Okay, next one. Hmm. I'm always wanting an office setting with a therapist for SPH or whatnot that would let me get nude. This is about naked male clothes, female fetish. Does that ever happen in your office setting, Dr. Mallory? If you want the real answer, the truthful answer, it would be yes. But as far as my professional setting, it would be no. When I'm practicing under my license, my therapy license, that I'm credentialed. I do not do that for ethical reasons and for, you know, <laughs> for the reasons that sex is not necessarily accepted for insurance to pay for. Because if you're getting off, the insurance is probably not going to pay for that. That's a totally separate kind of thing. So yeah, um, it's happened virtually. And it's happened personally a lot of times that um, people may want to talk to a therapist and may want to get naked to expose themselves and reveal that they're a little less endowed. And that's totally normal. It's a big fetish. It's all about humiliation. And in case I didn't say it this time, humiliation, when you're humiliated by a woman, specifically in this case, saying something about you to make you feel small, inadequate, less than good, it's a shortcut to that feeling of feeling powerless and submissive because we're wired as human beings to just kind of instantly feel that way when we feel humiliated. It's Imagine you're being in school, right? And you get called on to speak in front of the class and you feel embarrassed or you fart in front of your classmates. You feel embarrassed. Humiliation is a shortcut to that feeling. You don't need it to get there, but it's a quick way to get there. So that's why people get off on it. So yeah, so to answer the question, that does happen in my house. I like wearing panties, but I don't really know why. It started with a flirt. This is a night flirt phone sex operator telling me to because she said I wasn't a real man and I had a tiny penis. Now I find that the only way I can get hard is to be called pathetic and to wear those panties. By the way, they're lacy and pink. Is this normal? Um, um, yeah. It's normal. Anytime you embark on an adventure with a flirt or maybe even a therapist such as myself, you have to know that you may have to play by their rules at times. So because you liked this person, you were willing to give in to the fact that they wanted you to wear panties and they wanted to call you pathetic. And it gave you a sexual thrill. And that's totally normal. It's just kind of courtship. It's when you like somebody, you kind of make sacrifices. So yeah, um, what you're asking, is it normal to only get aroused at that? Uh, Yeah, because fetishes are really hard to uh, get away from. When you have a fetish, you have a one-track mind about what gets you off sexually. It's hard to get back to vanilla sex. So, yeah, it's normal. If you ever have difficulty just kind of opening your... Sexual possibilities. You could talk to me or ask me further questions because there's ways to do it. Um, just because you get off and of wearing panties and being called a loser or pathetic doesn't mean that you are. And it doesn't mean that you always have to be. You might just have to be in that moment when you're getting off. So anyway, this was just a quick couple questions about SPH and I hope you enjoyed it. If you guys have any more questions, please go to my website, DrMallory90210.com. There's a little tiny box on the bottom where you can ask me questions if you would like. You can also email me. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Dr. Mallory Sexual Fetish Podcast, where I answer several questions. Just as a bonus, so that we can start uploading longer episodes, I'm going to include a clip of an interview I did on one of my recent podcasts. In every podcast, I either answer questions related to sexual fetishes, or I have a guest who I interview related to something related to sex. So it's a pretty easy formula we have here. I hope you enjoy Dr. Mallory's Sexual Fetish Podcast. Thank you for coming on my podcast, Tiny. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I, I All I can see is the name Tiny. So, yes.
1: yeah. And I do feel, you know, I'm a little nervous, but, you know, the last person that I saw that you had on the podcast was a BBC. So then, yeah. of course, you know, you follow up with, you know, my nickname being Tiny. I'm a little intimidated to start. So it's like, that's great. Do you
0: feel like, honestly, do you feel like less of a man? following
1: him i feel like society makes it very difficult Mm -hmm. um you know i can you know i'm at the age uh middle age and like i've seen things change with women and not not that i'm complaining but i think like women right now have a tremendous amount of freedom sexually i know they talked about it in the 60s and the 70s and all of this but you know, I think if you talk to, um, some of the younger women and stuff that I know in their early twenties, they're very, uh, confident. They know what they want. Um, they're, you know, um, sexually, they're, um, very comfortable in having multiple partners. And, and I think a lot of, um, men have accepted that. I think what's difficult is, um, I don't think I feel less of a man, but I think, um, you know, you you kind of your shortcomings are out there as a man, you know, and yeah. you know well, it's like are... you know like when you your last I forget what the BBC what how big his what he was packing, but it's like well that kind of sucks, <laughs> you know. It might not have been anything like huge. I think he's I don't know what he said he was, but he
0: was I think he said eight and a half.
1: Yeah, so. and I don't think that's like a crazy you know, dynamic. I feel, I feel pretty comfortable, you know, I'm, you know, not that size, but I think a lot of guys, um, you know, it's, it's different than it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know, and I think women, well, I think they, they know what they want. I think women see a lot of porn they're, they're on Instagram. They see, you know, the size differences and whatever. And I think it forces men, I think men either become, uh, they lose their confidence. They feel less of a man or they're willing to find other ways to make their partner happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Do you want to reveal what your size is of your penis now, or do you want to
1: wait? (laughs) I'd rather never do it, but let's just (laughs) put it, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not like a micro penis or anything like that, but you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not going to be mistaken for a BBC either. So we can put it at that. Maybe in future interviews, I'll fess up, but You know, and it's, it's, it's not like I feel less of a man. I think, I think the porn industry is really like put different definitions on things that is unrealistic. Like, I don't think every black man has a 10 or 12 inch cock. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think every, you know, white guy or Asian guy is small. Um, you know, research I've done is like, you know, there's not a huge difference on average, but, um, you know, maybe an inch or two inches or whatever, but, um, I do think that women now, you know because there's the internet and there's so many things they they see what's available and you know as a guy you know when when you're with somebody and you you know you show what you have, it's like that's you know if i was if I was packing ten inches, it's a lot different. it's a lot easier for a guy to please a woman than it is if you're packing. Four or five or whatever. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Well, we'll, we'll and, get
0: in. We'll get into that because there's so much more to please a woman than just. Yeah. Penis. There's a lot more to it. It's just that biological thing, you know. And I've talked about this before because, you know, with women, we f- always feel insecure about our breast size because yeah. I've I've talked to some women that have very flat chests, right. and it makes them feel very self conscious. And people just say, "Well, just get a boob job," but getting surgery is a huge thing. You know, yeah. I mean.
1: I knew a girl who had surgery and actually had complications where um, she had to get it removed. It caused a whole bunch of, you know, health issues, you know, nothing that, you know, the doctors could really say, but after she had the surgery, she just had a lot of health issues. Mm -hmm. And then once she had it removed, she was back to normal. So I don't know if it was the type of You know, I I don't know what it was, but that was something she had to deal with. And I find that kind of interesting because I think in the society we make women like I think sometimes and I'd like to talk about it more in the relationship I'm in is that I feel women are so focused on looking good and like, you know, being intimidated with like breast size and all of those things. And I think what's happened now is I think in the last five or 10 years, men you know a lot of men feel intimidated because if their penis isn't a certain size mm-hmm. there's an extra pressure to please the woman yeah
0: you know? yeah I and i
1: think i think we're kind of getting that and that took me a while to um to wrap my head around that and understand
0: you know so so tell me like um since we're talking about sph small penis humiliation tell me when it first came about for you as an actual fetish
1: i think um it's kind of a longer story. When I was uh, raised, I didn't have a dad. So there's a lot of things I knew, you know, about where babies came from and sex and all of that, but there was a lot of other things I didn't understand. Um, and so I remember like, you know, we have to, you used to have to take showers in gym class and stuff. And I remember at like a relatively young age, maybe like 12 or 13 or something, you know, guys are very, physical, uh, very like, um, we, we, it's very sense, sensitive, like looks is very important, you know? Um, so you take a shower and you, you, you just compare yourself to other guys. You know, I don't think you're really doing it to, you know, cause you're attracted. I, I would never say I'm attracted to a man. I don't, I don't feel that way at all, but you kind of notice and you're like, wow, there's, what's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. there's a couple African Americans and I was just like, they were bigger limp than I ever was hard. And that was like very, very difficult to, I guess it was confusing. And then I think for a while you kind of figured, well, you know, as I get older, you know, you go through adolescence, things will change. And then you realize that, you know, that's not so much you kind of where you're at. So that was probably, you know, the small penis uh, humiliation. I don't ready. know if that was a turn on, but it's kind of like I accepted it. And
0: yeah, so you kind uh, of learned that you were smaller when you were like younger, right? By yes. you guys. okay,
1: yeah. And then I think because not having a dad in the family, I had to. I was also pretty tall for my age, mm-hmm. so I had to kind of be like an adult and grow up. Okay, and there was a lot of pressure. And I remember, like, for whatever reason, I really like lingerie. I love looking at women in lingerie. And I remember, like, I would take. You know, my mom's panties and put them on and wear them. And when I did that, I just felt like very submissive and very like, I don't know. I didn't I felt like, wow, all this pressure trying to be somebody I'm not. yeah, you know and 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 then the thing is is like we were talking about like definitions. It's like I think, you know, what's difficult is we define like if I say a submissive male, a lot of people think like a weak male, you know, or someone that. You know, um, has a dominant girlfriend or is in that type of relationship. And I, I don't use, like, I don't consider myself a submissive male. Like, I know my shortcomings and having, you know, the smaller end of the spectrum, you know, when it comes to penis size makes it easier because it's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, well, of course, you know, I, I need to be a little bit more submissive with women. But I look at more as being what I would call the pleaser. And I think when we had talked before, mm-hmm. you know, in the relationships I'm at, that I'm in or have been in, I'm very much, I want to please the woman I'm with. So um, it wasn't until the last four or five years that I kind of just understood that it's, you know, look, I have a small penis. It is what it is, but there's other things I can do that can please her. Like I can't, you know, I was very competitive when I was a teenager and my younger years playing different sports and, you know, I didn't have to jump the highest and still, you know, or be the strongest and still be good. So I kind of looked at that with like the relationships. I might not have the biggest penis, but I can still please a woman. And there's certain types of women that they're size queens and they just want somebody bigger. It makes them feel yeah. better. I get it. And that's not, I, I will never be able to to do that, but it's no different than if a woman had smaller breasts and, you know, a guy just likes big, big breasts. You're never, that, that person's yeah. never going you know, exactly. to you do that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, what turns us on initially is that you know that physical thing, and I think that's really related to your your fetish as well, because you have a, a tinier penis, and you get aroused with SPH, and that's just the initial thing. But really, what comes out, you know, sex is very intimate, and it's very tied to our identity. And really, the mm-hmm. best orgasms happen when we feel good about ourselves, yeah. not when we feel like crap.
1: Yeah.
0: So tell yeah, me, And I
1: found like so like masturbating uh, small penis humiliation was would really get me off um i didn't I, it's not like talking to somebody being mean but just kind of like you know you would never be able to satisfy me and things like that and it's like what do you say well yeah i can't i can't wear my penis you know i can't and that would turn me on and in that in a relationship um i just felt like it was important for me to be honest and just accept that so how i came to that conclusion there was uh, a person that i would call on um like a uh phone sex number ended up she ended up living near very close to where i live so we ended up meeting we we developed a friendship and whatever And she would actually do porn and some of the porn she was with was like these guys that were like you know very well endowed and you know she had a boyfriend and i was just kind of like i don't understand like how how can he deal with that and she was like really the first person that was like well. You know, when I'm with, obviously it makes me feel good with somebody larger. And, you know, I'm not saying I don't enjoy it, but she would get a better orgasm and the, the sex met something more when she was with her boyfriend. Yeah. And I, I was like, you know, for guys, we're very simple. So it's like, well, how's that possible? <laughs> you know, how can that be even better? And then, you know, she was like, well, you know, first of all, it's emotional and, you know, it's this commitment, it's this understanding. You know, and so she would, she would have stronger orgasms when she was with her Mm -hmm. uh, boyfriend and I was not much smaller than he was. So that kind of gave me some type of confidence. Oh, wow. And then she, um, introduced me to somebody that had an OnlyFans page, but she really liked guys to please her orally. Mm -hmm. So, um, through that, through that time, and again, I'm not really good with time, but, um. Some one of my friends encouraged me to read this book. And when I say friend, someone I would talk on the phone with phone sex. And uh-huh. one of the operators is like, hey, there's a there's a book and it, it was called She Comes First. Heard, and not like, for,
0: stop for a second. I just want to make a note. See, um, some people don't realize that when guys call phone sex lines, they're actually looking for somebody that they could talk to as a friend about yeah. these. Things. And not everybody that calls a phone sex line should be looked down upon. And not everybody who works at a phone sex line should be looked down upon either. No, absolutely not. No, yeah. it's, it's a very, it's a very intellectual.
1: Well, my friendship with the girl in porn and she, uh, she did porn. She was like, you know, on like, uh, was it porn hub? She's we got like the boot check mark. She's verified the whole nine yards and uh-huh. she's out of it now. You know, she did it as a means to an end to make some money and all that, all of that. So, you know, not a problem. But once, once I got to meet her. And then I met some other people in her circle, like friends of friends and friends. And, you know, it wasn't like I was necessarily um, going after these women, but I kind of, because I was more of a pleaser and more like, was like very respectful to them. They opened up a whole new world to me. And like, like this one girl, like I said, she enjoyed like the, the oral sex and she actually helped me, you know, basically she's like. Yeah. If you, you know, okay, you, you only do so much with what God gave you. Right. But if you can please a woman orally, a lot of times that doesn't matter because they will still reach an orgasm. And, you know, and I was, I, I ended up like the first time it was hilarious. It's like, you know, she was, it was very, like, I I just sucked at it. I thought it'd be like, really, you know, well, how hard can it be or whatever. And I thought it was okay. And, you know, she's like, no, nah, we, we got to, you know, teach you. She's like, make sure you re- read over. We kind of shared the book and talked about it. And the book was interesting because that really talked about putting the woman's needs first. And like a lot of guys, whether they're, you know, I don't think penis size has anything to do with it. But a lot of guys, they feel like pleasing a woman, for example, orally or taking care of her is only just the means to an end to them to have sex with. Right. Absolutely.
0: So. Amen. amen, brother. Yeah.
1: Right. So then what, what happened was, you know, she kind of drilled it in my head to just focus on, you have this woman that you enjoy that you're with, and you want to bring her this tremendous pleasure. And a lot of guys are not good at that. And if, and if you really, you know, say that you're a pleaser and that you care about the person that you're involved with, if you just concentrate on her needs, everything will work out. And that's exactly what the book said. So okay. it really kind of changed. It was like a mental change for me. Repeat the name it, of the
0: book again, because you sent me it was
1: Yeah, it was called She Comes First.
0: Okay. And it's by a yeah, it it psychologist, right?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I've read it a couple times. And mm-hmm. I, I don't read everything straight through, but I read like certain points and and the just just to sum it up is just like, look, just focus on her orgasm, focus on pleasing her, mm-hmm. you know, and and don't be like um A lot of times women are really worried about making the man happy, making him orgasm and all of this, whatever. Um, In the books, basically like, well, if you please her, it's something that she's probably not necessarily used to. Mm -hmm. And if your whole focus is to please her orally without even penetrating or having sex, that's like mind blowing for a lot of women because it's like, well, you're happy just getting me off. Yeah, absolutely. I'm totally happy. And, um, it just kind of changed, changed the game for me because then all of a sudden I felt like, um, not necessarily on equal playing field because there are women, it's like, Hey, like a, a big cock is just, there's nothing to that. I mean, nothing like that. I get it, but I can at least know I can please somebody. If I'm emotionally invested in somebody, I'm going to be able to, to please them. And it, it, I was always a very confident person, but it just gave me a tremendous amount of confidence. Absolutely. Um, and she taught me some different techniques. And, and one of the things that was, you know, as couples, I don't think people talk and they don't talk about what they enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I remember like, um, with the person I'm with now, like the first time, you know, I was like, look, um, I want to please you, you know, so don't be afraid to tell me, you know, left, right, high, you know, just take, you know, I, I just want you to enjoy this. So, and she was kind of looking at me like, what? And I was like, no, this is, I want to, I want to give you pleasure. It's all about me giving you pleasure, you know? And um, she really enjoyed it, you yeah. know? And it's just, it was just like amazing because, you know, I, I'm not saying that she never orgasms. I'm not going to say anything like that, but, you know, I know like she, she, she would. And every time we we're together, she does. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of guys that I don't think can say that, you know, they, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, and then could you, you know, imagine being in a relationship where your woman's frustrated, Yeah, you know, that's, that's not really good. And all it was, was, you know, just me, like, listen, just, you know, I'm not going to take offense, you know, however long it takes. If it's 15 minutes, if it's 45 minutes, if it's an hour, it's like, you know, because I had practiced with this, this one woman where, Like, she was like, you got to work on your breathing techniques. You got to, you know, and she taught me a couple of things that she liked. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I would do certain things. And, but the the biggest thing was just, it's not about my pleasure. It's about me pleasing the woman I'm with. Yeah. And that's why, like, yeah. And that's why, like, when we define like submissiveness, like to me, you know, a lot of people would say that's being submissive because you are submitting to your, your partner but I think that's pleasing. It's more like, I want to be a pleaser, you know, submissive to me is like, you know, um, she's a dom and you know, I'm just there, you, you know, I don't know. It's like a weakness for a man. It's like, it's like the relationship I'm in now. It's like, it is, you know, she is definitely a very beautiful woman, very intelligent, you know, really has all her stuff together.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and a lot of guys would be intimidated by that, but, mm-hmm you know, I'm not, I just feel very comfortable and, um, she's really comfortable with things. And, you know, I think it's, and I was very open with everything, you know, it's like, and we've done other things like, you know, um, I, the, some of the submissiveness, I like to wear panties. That's a big turn on. Um, she'll pick out certain things, you know, we don't do it all the time, you know, but that's something that she enjoys, Yeah. you know, and, and she likes that. There's other things like, you know, fingers crossed in a couple months, I'll be a, a true cuckold. You know, we, we've talked about that, you know, and yeah. but those are all things like when we discuss it, it's like, it's not just my fantasy. It's not something I want to do. It's all things that we talk about. Because if there's, if you're really pleasing somebody or want to be a pleaser, if she's not into certain things, you're not going to do those things. So exactly. I'm very much like whatever she likes.
0: And let me, let's talk about, let's talk about panties for a minute, because this yeah. one comes up all the time. And I agree with you on your, um, what you're talking about being submissive, um, just because a man likes to please a woman or a man is comfortable with a woman being, you know, a little, uh, dominant or, uh, you know, um, like the man in some ways, you know, like stereotypical, like when she's a little tougher, you know, um, it doesn't mean that if you're submissive as a man that you're necessarily feminine, that's yeah. not necessarily the case. And the panty yeah. wearing, that's a whole, a whole nother thing, but I find that men that like to be submissive, that enjoy when they just worship a woman, that they enjoy panties because it takes away the pressure of being a man. And there's beauty in it. it. It's not ugly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I know, like, look, I'm I'm not like the most, you know, like, it's not like she thinks it's adorable. She loves it. Yeah. Um, I do find like when I am pantied, the sex that we have or our intimacy is just like off the charts. You know, there's, like, a little bit of, like, if I surprise her and when we're together and I, you know, when we're going to be together and I drop my pants and I have, like, little pink panties on or something (laughs) or whatever, you know, there's just, like, this, she knows she's going to be in charge and she knows that she's going to be pleased and that it is all about her. Yeah. You know, and the material, I mean, the thing is, too, is, like, it just feels good. You know, it's always something smooth. It, It just... Like it, re- you're reminded. Like I'll be very intimate, forgetting that I'm pantied, and I'll move a certain way, and my penis moves a certain way, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm making love to this woman, being with somebody, and I'm pantied, and she just, you know, there's just like this, and and that is a little bit of a submission because you're opening up um, that part of it,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: But but I also kind of think like I think you're a stronger man when you put your woman first because um, it takes someone to be very confident to allow someone else to have the, the honor, the praise and to be put ahead, you know? So like with my girlfriend, um, she has a very successful career. Um, you know, she's done a lot of things that, you know, I've, I've never been a part of that world, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm kind of learning with that, Okay, but it's like, it's very like, it's it's nice to be able to take a few steps back and to let the attention be on her.
0: Uh-huh. You know, absolutely.
1: like when when we talk about work and we talk, it's it's nice to be supportive. It's nice to be, you know, in and, and all of these things, it doesn't necessarily stay in the bedroom. But yeah. at the same time, it's like if you saw us as a couple, it's like, um, I opened the door for, her, you know, very much a gentleman. You would never know that, you know, um, I'm a pleaser or a submissive. Yeah.
0: You know?
1: Yeah. And so I think sometimes, like, like I said, I think definitions, I've been listening to some other podcasts about cuckolding and, you know, I think we as a society just box things in and, you know, it's like, you know, my girlfriend, there was times where I've been, you know, she's like, Hey, I want to be a submissive. Okay. So, you know, I'd give her spankings or, you know, something where it's dominant and I can do those things because again, if you're a pleaser, yeah, you know, not just submissive, it's like, whatever makes her happy, I'm into you and know, so, honestly,
0: honestly, Tiny, I wanna I wanna emphasize that because that was one thing I always liked about you when we talked is that you're a little flexible in you know this fetish that you're trying to please her, um, because fetishes don't work long term if you can't be flexible. Absolutely, So because I think people
1: change, you know. And what what turns somebody on at one point in their life, they might want to try something different, and mm-hmm. you know, and I and that's where I think like communication, like what I. Like I would never take back having a smaller penis because it's allowed me to focus on so many other alternatives. I think sometimes guys that um, like I've never been intimidated if somebody that was dating a guy that was just like, you know, a, you know, well endowed, whatever, because typically they ignore a lot of the other things that a woman wants you know, if you're in a relationship, sex is a certain percentage of your time, but it's not the only thing, you know, you can, the sex could be great, but the relationship could suck. And like a lot of times, you know, with people that, you know, I've talked to and the friendships I've had, it's, it's really, you know, just understanding the person. And I get so many, you know, there's a woman that, you know, I see she's a server at a a, a a certain restaurant and stuff, younger woman, and we get in these really deep conversations. And I know if I was younger in a different situation, yeah. that that could, you know, that could be something. But I won't allow it just because it's, you know, it's just not, you know, I'm in a relationship and I'm completely happy. I'd never, never even think about that. But there yeah. is, I feel sorry for some of these women that they just. They don't find, you know, they're so fixated on the physical part, the sex part. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of these times, these guys just don't work for their attention, you know. And, and, and for me, and I think my girlfriend would say that it's, it's like, you know, I am very focused when we're together and, you know, throughout the day, we are just having a very strong relationship. And you would never see, like, I think for any of the people in this fetish or thinking of a submissive or, you know, whatever relationship you, you can make your own, you define what it is and yeah. just talk to your partner and define it, you know, and, and it's not going to be like you're, to me, it it doesn't appear that it's always, you, you're stuck in this one lane. There's a lot of different things you can explore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's two things I want to touch on with that. Um, the first I want to talk about is we were talking earlier and you were talking about, I forget what you said. You said something about, um, Communicating with your partner and, oh no, talking to the waitress, you know, yeah. and, and yeah, you're thinking, oh, you know, this could be something. And you're having that, that little, cause, you know, guys love the chase. They like the chase. Well, it's, yeah, no, I want to say, that it's you're like, chasing after her, not that yeah, you. Are.
1: And, yeah, cause I want that to be clear. It's like, I have yeah, no intention not. with this person. But, no. but what I do see is like, if, like, for someone that reaches, like, someone that just gets a, a woman and can just yeah. talk to a woman and hit them on levels that they're not used to. Yeah. I think, I personally think that guys that are just, you know, they lead with, oh, I got a, eight, a nine inch dick and I'm good at sex. It's like, that's great. But there's not every guy, no, but I think the majority of them probably don't, they're, they're not working on the emotional part. They're not working on, you know, when you're walking hand in hand on the beach, you look at the stars. You're yeah. not working on, you know, the intellectual. Like Like with my girlfriend, it's very much like, I love just talking about life and just being uh, challenged intellectually and I think that's what happened with that server is we could we would actually have these really good you know conversations. Yeah. And um well I that's, talk- and that's I, why I say I think it's if, if like things were like I feel confident enough that like because I'm hitting certain things that a lot of the guys in her age group and like her and her social norm there's yeah. a lot of guys that just aren't they're not there you know they're, they're kids they're you know or they're they're like what they call simps i guess yeah and it's just like yeah. I, I think a lot of girls lose the, i'm not a simp you know no, and you're not. like
0: you're not. you but i think
1: there's a mind. lot of guys that would un, would think of being mm-hmm. oh you just have to be a jellyfish with these women no mm-hmm. you, you still have to be masculine you have to be all of that it's just, you're allowing the person you're with to grow and to feel confident and that you have your stuff together.
0: Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So I just, I just, I mean, I want to say that I've gotten to know you and I think that you are personifying that, um, your age group. I think that cause you're a little older, yeah. um, I think that, you know, that's probably why you have this confidence, but if there is any guys that are having SPH fetishes and are trying to figure out what it means and how to move forward, I would listen to tiny because he really knows what he's talking about. The point I was making about you talking to that the server is not that you were hitting on her. It's that yeah. we all need to feel good and we all need to know that sex is more than, yeah. you know, than just physical stuff. And I, I was telling you that I was talking recently to a married man that I had an affair with. Right. And I, I think that I got the same kind of thing. I just wanted to chat with him. I might have him on a podcast. So I just wanted to chat with him. And sometimes when you just talk to people and you communicate... It's even sometimes better than sex. You know, sex isn't always about the physical.
1: Yeah. But it's funny. It's like when I'm talking like with my girlfriend, like when we meet up and stuff, I actually enjoy the time. Like, you know, a lot of times we're just holding each other and just talking about like the day because we don't see each other every day, It's you know, once or twice a week or whatever. So those times are very important. And I really just love just holding each other and talking. And and I I think that's very important. And I think a lot of women, you know, I don't don't think a lot of guys know how to be like that. Like, and it kind of goes back to like that book. It's like a lot of guys, they want to have sex and they're done. And it's like, see you later, you know, and it's like, I, I just think it's like, there's so much more to that you know what i mean and there's
0: there's a lot more to that yeah and it's about vulnerability and uh sex is not good until you're vulnerable somewhat but i want to no. get to the i want to get to the kinky stuff so can we talk a little <laughs> bit about the kinky stuff? i guess i guess I yeah guess. just a little bit i mean we're all romantic we're all talking about all this but i we do want to talk a little bit about the kinky stuff because um you get really excited in this fetish and in the actions and things so i want to talk about some of those things now, you, you talked a little bit about how you had this uh, – this was she your girlfriend or just somebody you were seeing, the one that taught you how to give oral? was that- I was
1: just somebody I saw. It was a friend of the girl that was in porn. Okay. And, like, we would go out to dinner, and then mm-hmm. she would be like, hey – like, I she, she was – she enjoyed that, and I was just kind of like her project. Okay. <laughs> so that was it. It was
0: fun. Yeah, it was mutual. It was a good yeah. time for you guys. Yeah, it
1: was like there was, like, no – it was funny because that was probably the first person – that I was with intimately, that there was no emotion. It was yeah. just, I am there to for one purpose, and that is to get you off.
0: <laughs> it was a, so. Yeah, that was the first time you were ever just a sex object, then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I could say that. I I don't know if I would qualify for that, but, but she was doing a lot of different stuff. You know, we live in the near the beach, so yeah. sometimes we'd walk on the beach and uh, like the lifeguard stations. I'm pretty tall, and like the lifeguard stations, they. They don't have the ladders to go up there, but I could lift her up and she could kind of scoot to the end and I could actually take care of her orally. And it'd be like one, two in the morning and, you know, a beautiful moonlight and she's just having a good time. People would walk by and (laughs) they would think we're just talking, you know. So there was some stuff that she, you know, she was kind of into like the, you know, doing things in different places. Mm-hmm. So there's some stories with that. I, I was just like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't. It, it's fun once in a while, but I'm not living on the edge because you're going to get burnt. So, yeah, so like, so. what I'm
0: th- what I'm finding when I talk to people that have like this fetish and like panty wearing and like being submissive is that it's really the best way for them to feel like a, ma- a you know a sex object you know, because a lot of guys don't ever get that experience. Yeah. They're like, you know, a bodybuilder with a big cock, you know, yeah. so to, they get to be a sex object. And it's a totally different type of sex object. And guys oh, really get off on that, right? Well,
1: it's embarrassing, because like, when she tells me I look cute,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: it's like a guy doesn't want to be told they look cute, you know, mm-hmm. or she's like, I like the way your, your penis looks in the panties, you know, yeah. it looks cute. And it's just like, You know, so it is embarrassing to a sense, but it's at the same time, I'm hard as a rock. And she she knows that. And, you know, the thing with panties is there is no forgiveness. Like, if you're excited, you're excited.
0: Yeah. And
1: see it. Like, you can't hide. I mean, she does understand, too, that, like, because we were talking about cuckolding and stuff and and going to, there's, like, something we're going to try in July, a hotel takeover with some BBC. Mm -hmm. And every when we talk about it, I'm always in panties. And she knows exactly how excited I am about it because she just has to look and she sees my erection and she, she will definitely. So I feel very vulnerable. I feel very pretty at the same time, but it's like, yeah, yeah she knows exactly how excited I am about it.
0: Well, how would you feel if you guys went to this BBC hotel takeover? And... Oh, I'm
1: excited. We're definitely doing it. Well, <laughs> I can't question, wait.
0: <laughs> I know you're going and I know you're excited. We've talked about it and I can't wait. I want you to tell me how the experience goes. Um, if I can help out in any way, let me know. Um, you know, maybe you could give this interview to a BBC who might be interested, but, um, my question was, um, how would you feel if somebody at the convention that you're going to said you were cute? Would that add to the experience?
1: Somebody as in who?
0: Like either the bull or. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Would totally make me feel. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So that's, that is humiliation, right? Don't you define that as humiliation? Like technically.
1: It's humiliation that I, and it's a competition that I have lost. It's like, and that's the excitement. It's like when he calls me out on that, my perception would be like, you know, the guys that are going to be there are all going to be very well endowed. Like Mm -hmm. I would say like the the person you interviewed at eight inches is probably going to be on the small side. I think they're all going to be, they know what they're there for. Mm -hmm. This has been going on for several years. It'll be our first event. Mm -hmm. So my girlfriend definitely wants me to be pantied. Um, there are parts of the, the spot where you can be nude, um, at the pool. She wants me to, she thinks it'd be very cute for, you know, her to be, you know, sunning and for me to, you know, kind of let the, the bulls know what she's been dealing with, you know, with my little guy. So, yeah. And that's very, it's very humbling and it's very exciting at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's very exciting. Yeah, no. Yeah, this
1: is oh. The part where I'm getting excited. Can I touch myself a little bit? Because this is just the, this is the part that really makes yeah, me. Yeah,
0: you can. You can. Mm-hmm. I okay. don't. You got permission, right? So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's exciting. And I'm glad that you're excited about it. I, I can't wait to hear about your experiences and yeah. you know how it goes. And the best part. And I just of, think, go ahead.
1: Well, I just think like black men, like I've accepted that as a general statement, not everybody, but I just feel like, you know, sexually, they're very much more, you know, potent than, than I am. So I'm very like excited about that. And to like, if, if one of them was able to, you know, there's like a a compliment, like, he thought I looked cute, which is great. But at the same time, it's just like, oh, what a humiliation, you know, I've got my little penis in these panties and you know, he's probably going to be banging my girlfriend or wants to. And he just called me cute in and hearing and my, my girlfriend's heard that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. But as he's banging her, you're going to be in your panties and yeah, there's no escaping that, but hopefully you'll get to hear or maybe see. I mean, I'll be to-
1: there. Yeah. yeah. She wants me to be there. And, you know, and I think that's also part of the excitement that, you know, we're going to, we'll, we will be picking out like perspective, Guys,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: and that's exciting. You know, I'm really excited about that.
0: I think it's really exciting as women. We don't get to do that enough. You know, men get to do that. They get to pick out the women a lot of times and use them as objects. But women don't. It sounds kind of fun to go to a hotel and say, "I want that big black cock." <laughs>
1: yeah, well, it was, and, and from what I understand, like I've I've done some research on it. There's a couple other, you know, there's a podcast that I listened to with cuckolding, and she kind of talked about it, and I did some research on it, like. What's interesting is the guys that are invited, they know what they're there for and they have to be vetted. So like, you know, cuckolding in porn is not necessarily like a real, real cuckolding, you know, Um, like, for example, I, I'm not looking to be like ultra humiliated and, oh, you got a little dick, you can't satisfy her, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm not looking for that. I mean, it's humiliated enough when, (laughs) like, if I'm in panties or if I drop my... She also wants to do like a cock comparison and all of those things. So it'll be yeah, humiliating she, enough yeah, when, she wants
0: to have one hand holding or is one hand yes.
1: holding. Yeah. So that'll be humiliating enough. You know, it doesn't need to be past that, but we're looking for hopefully finding somebody that if she likes this to kind of have like a regular once every couple months, you know, yeah. where, you know, and yeah. if she doesn't, then that won't happen. You know, yeah. that's going to be on her, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's very humiliating. And then you know, I'm kind of excited to, you know, just see a black cock and to see, you know, her. Oh, you really yeah. enjoy it.
0: Yeah, i are yeah. gonna take care of her and make sure she looks comfortable and pretty and beautiful for the BBC, right?
1: Yeah, we will be uh, going a day early. Probably go to a little day spa, make mm-hmm. sure she's trim in all the right places. Um, picking out they they have they haven't put like exactly what the events are, but. Like on certain days, there's certain dress, like they want people to dress different things. I mean, the hotel is already booked. We're going to have to stay at an overflow and get day passes. So that's how popular this is. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. So, um, you know, she kind of was debating if I should be in chastity or not. And I was like, I kind of want to be out. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. You so yeah.
0: That's one That's one thing that, you know, we didn't talk about. Maybe if you come on again or something. But chastity is such a big turn on. It's similar to the small penis humiliation. But it's very important for your self-esteem to know that it's okay to come. Because sometimes yeah. much control over orgasm is bad. So. Yeah,
1: why well, you know, my girlfriend, like I asked for permission now. We've been seeing each other for 15 months. So one of the things that she totally enjoys is... You know, I would probably masturbate four or five times a week, you know, just, you know, a lot. And now I'm down to maybe once a week. And she loves the fact that like I ask her and I'm actually the one that like she would, she likes it. She says, you can ask as much as you want. doesn't mean I'm going to say yes every time. But <laughs> she likes to see that I'm like really yeah. excited and asking because that's a huge power trip, to go to your girlfriends. Like, hey, can I play with myself? You know, that's a big, big thing. To see totally. Yeah,
0: totally. And it's like 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 we said, it's not for everybody all this stuff. But I am so curious to hear about how this goes. And I really want to hear, you know, how you guys what your experience is like and uh what happens. You gotta update me pretty soon when it happens. Yeah, okay.
1: well it's gonna be in July. So that Ways will be... away,
0: but you'll be thinking about it until
1: then. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it all the time. All the time. <laughs>
0: All right, so you. Well, this was fun. Um, is there any other th- thing? Words of advice? Do you want to leave with anybody before we go?
1: I just think it's really important to find your niche and to find to be confident. There's there's more than one way to please your woman, you know. And a lot of it is just communication. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with somebody saying, "Hey, this isn't for me," because you know, being in a relationship where you you can't express yourself or at least, and I'm not saying like everything has to be your way, you know, but to be able to express some things be able to communicate and to be able to enjoy each other's company. Like for example, my girlfriend, if she didn't want to do the cuckolding, we would not do it. Yeah. You know, this is something that, you know, she, she, um, she has done before, not with the BBC. So I'm really excited about that. But yeah, I, I just this. think it's like, just, just be confident, you know, she find, find that before. niche. And what's that?
0: He has done this before.
1: She's, she hasn't done this with like a hotel takeover, but she did have experience with somebody in her past where she cuckled at him.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: yeah, um, but she's never been with an African-American and she's okay. never, you know, we're, we're going to find someone larger than what she's used to mm-hmm. that she's ever had and African-American.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and
1: good. we've talked about the possibility that this, my little guy does not enter her after this. She might go BBC only. And that's yeah. something that you have to, appreciate <laughs> that's a possibility
0: it is a possibility and i know it's a turn on for you but honestly I, like my human side says that's i don't like it
1: <laughs> no i know and I, I think it's more of a tease because she's like that's not going to happen but you yeah. know there is you know when you read about that it's like yeah. sometimes that that does happen and yeah. you know so but yeah but as far as like the the guys on here it's like you know as long as you're not you know I guess like the small penis humiliation doesn't necessarily mean that you can't have a really good relationship with somebody. I agree. You know, and I and I think I think to the contrary that you actually have an advantage because you can hit on things that a lot of other guys are not going to hit on. Yes. You know, with the right person.
0: Yes, and um, one word of one word of advice. I get a lot of people ask me about chastity and things like that, giving a woman complete control. It, it, that's fine. And it's good. And it's amazing because, you know, being really into your partner is is great. But just make sure that you also do self-checks to know that you're getting everything you need. I have a chastity client who recently um, accidentally left his key because he held on to it just in case he needed it. He left his key, I think, at his grandmother's house. I'm not (laughs) sure. And he can't get to it. And he's been miserable. I think it's been it's been like a month. He's trying to get it. I don't. Maybe well, it's not
1: first you have two keys, one that she holds and the one that you have. Well, and it's what, a
0: mistress, not a girlfriend. So okay.
1: Well, different. the the thing that we do or that we will do when this becomes a little bit more of a reality, um, there will always be like um, an emergency key, and it will be in an envelope.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the whole thought is is like we'll put it in the envelope, she will seal it, and then put a signature over where it's sealed and then like if it's an emergency if whatever i need yeah. to get out yeah Um, and it's not going to be like like i don't think more than a couple days like i i would not want to be in there for too much longer than a few you know three or four days yeah you know that's, that's just me
0: i agree with that that's that's a good time mm-hmm. you know
1: but yeah so we, we will have that and whatever so
0: that's good that's yeah. good yeah I just, so this I just is
1: lot of fun. if you if you want to talk again or whatever you know i mean we can get in more in depth and, you know, I, I know we kind of hit like all over the place, but that's kind of my story. And
0: I think we did great. And you're a very excitable guy. And I wanted you to talk and, and be excited and be the confident person that you are. It's
1: so embarrassing. Like, like that on own, I could talk for an hour about just, you know, like I, the, just how I feel compared to an African American, yeah, you know, a BBC. And like, maybe after I'm cut, I can, Talk to you exactly how, because uh, I'm just looking forward to a lot of, you know, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> when you said being cute in the panties, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He will. If, yeah, that would be very.
0: All right, sweetie pie. Well, it was fun to talk to you. And thank you for sharing your story. And maybe we'll talk again.
1: All right, sounds good. Thank you. All
0: right. Thanks, Tiny. We'll see you later. Bye. Yeah, bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Dr. Mallory Sexual Fetish podcast. Please visit my website, Dr. Mallory90210, for all of my information. The best way to contact me is onlyfans.com. Happy sex!